All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Picks and Trips into the Kiss and Cry. I'm Billy. I'm Cody. And we're here breaking down what happened at the Junior Grand Prix skating event in Lake Placid, United States of America. Uh, and then we're going to move on to the next event, which is happening very, very soon in Latvia. Yeah, Riga, Latvia. Yeah, Riga, Latvia. Sorry, I might sound a bit distant sometimes. More than I usually do, because we're sharing one mic. Yeah, we had a, a recording issue. We couldn't quite hear Cody on the last episode, so we're trying something new. Uh, apologies if it doesn't quite work out. We think we've got it figured out. That might not be the case, but we'll do our best. Um, so anyways, back to Lake Placid. An ex exciting skating event. Um, we saw a quad Lutz. Yeah, uh, first quad Lutz. Uh, I guess, not first one competition, because she's done one previously, uh, but first one we've seen like in the Grand Prix circuit, that was nice to see from Melissa. Um, nice triple axel from her as well. Yeah, the, uh, it's, it's the first quad lutz by an American lady, um, performed in the Junior Grand Prix circuit, and um, she went on to take the ladies event, there's a little, little heated moment there with Cody and I because I decided to go against the grain and I did not pick her and she came out on top and sometimes that makes all the difference. Um, in this case, that's not true. <laughs> but uh, Cody, Cody coming out just a, a shade ahead of me um, on the ladies event and uh, so, some brilliant performances by many of the other ladies. Very strong event. Um, shout out to our own Canadian girl, Emily Bosbach, who finished, I believe, sixth or seventh? Um, sixth. Yeah, and that's definitely higher than what we both predicted. Yeah, she certainly wasn't on my, uh, my top five radar. Um, we skated a, a strong technical program, and um, th there's certainly some development to the, the skating skills and the, the approach of the performance piece that she's still going to need to develop, but certainly somebody to be looking for, um, possibly for a second event, um, maybe just for some more development from her. Uh, we'll see what Skate Canada decides to do. And um, yeah, it, it was a very strong event. Cody just edging me out with 12 points to my 11. And uh, and then the men, the men, this was kind of surprising to me. Uh, very surprising, I think. Well, we had a pretty similar top five. Um, so I think we had the same idea of what we thought was going to go down, but what actually happened was quite surprising to both of us. Um, I guess we could start with Stephen Gogolev, um, not landing much in the long program. Um, he does look like he grew a lot, so that could be an issue. I mean, there's always a coaching change as well with Raphael um, going to there from Brian Arthur. Yeah, um, he, he, he came out in the short program, looked very strong. I think he was a little alarmed with not getting points somewhere. He, he ended up losing a, uh, an, an, about a point on his uh, combination spin at the end. He, he was uh, a spin violation that he received. And so that was, a, um, I think, probably where he was kind of miffed by his, his score. And he looked a little distraught after the short program uh, about that. And then the, um, the free skate... Um, not as many quads as I expected to see. I mean, granted it's early in the season, but last year we saw 
Tove, we saw Sal, we saw Lutz. He was going for everything last year. And this year to only see the quad Sal and, and one triple axle attempt in the long program kind of made me step back and go, I'm not sure what the plan is for Stephen. Um, uh, but I, I felt he was actually quite lucky to end up in second because I thought there were some very strong performances um, from the rest of the field. Well, one thing I did notice when I watched him uh, was his skiing skill it does look like it's matured, it's improved, um, which it's always good to have in case, like you said, jumps don't go as planned. You always have something that can still get you points, keep you up there um, in the standings. Um, and you were saying you were surprised to see so little quads and everything. I found it less surprising just because um, we've seen it before uh, with like Nathan, like that's what Raphael does. He tries to build up into the season, right? So he'll start you small, um, and it's not so much about where you place, more the development. That's one thing I've always liked about Raphael. It's also about the long term, um, trying to keep your body safe from, because we still don't know the full effects of quads so young, right? Um, I think he's done a good job with Nathan there, and I think he's trying to do a similar thing with Steven. Um, at least that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it just, like I said, I, I think I got, I got spoiled in some of those quads. I got, I got used to seeing it and this very heavily loaded program with all these elements. And I think it might even feel like a little bit of a step back for him too. Um, not, not being on the top of the podium after winning Junior Grand Prix Final last year. And, and also to have such a, an off skate and the fifth overall in the free skate was, was a pretty big, pretty big drop. I don't think he was very happy with himself. Um, but I mean, that's understandable. Did not, things did not go his way. Um, so the men's event, uh, was not nearly as tight. Cody taking a, a larger lead through that one. Um, from the help of, uh, Ilya Malinin, who has a stunning triple axel. Uh, really, it looks beyond easy. Um, and uh, actually, it was noted uh, somewhere. Who was the, the uh, skating lesson had said made a post about his mother had this gorgeous triple lutz as a skater. Yeah. It was a huge, easy element, and his axle seems to be like the next step for that family's uh, evolution. Um, but Cody, do you want to talk to just a little bit? <laughs> well, um, actually, when I was making the picks, I had seen. I actually tried to like Google him and um, because there was no information on his bio, so I was like, let me just do a quick Instagram search, and I did find his profile, um, and this was last year he was already doing triple axles, so I can only imagine the growth, um, unless he had like a five foot growth spurt, um, but it would continue to grow, right? So I knew he had the triple axle in the bag. Um, but so do a lot of other guys, but that's why I still had faith in him. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, uh, it was, it was not, the, I think I steered clear of guys who didn't have a top score posted and that clearly burned me. Uh, the other one that got me was, uh, Shin Seto, the, the winner of the, the overall event. And, uh, I, I mean, great skater, the short program looked very solid. The long program looked like it had his moments where he was still finding his feet. Um, 
but still a great skater. And uh, if Cody had remembered to bring his paper, he probably would have gone even further with that one because he had uh, he had Shun on there, and neither of us had him on our lists <laughs> when it came to when it came time to make our picks and sit down and record last time. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys remember, but I did forget my pick last time, so I had to make them up on the spot. Uh, I had Sato coming in third, so I mean, he obviously came first. Um, we got some points there, but uh, yeah, like I said, nice to see someone that we didn't know and didn't have a score, really, previous score that comes out and wins the event, right? And he had nice quads, um, just the landings, a little bit shaky, like I said, but and I feel like in a year where we'll see less quads, we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, um, so far, not not an event, or like the junior men's event has not been packed full of them. I'm hopeful that once we see senior, it's a little bit more, but I know that you know, things are kind of steering towards like developing a whole skater, and that's definitely something that needs to be done. Um, another whole skater that we kind of saw was, um, oh, Gleb, oh, I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, he wasn't on our top five. He finished. No. He finished third. Cody, you're, you're frantically looking for something. Um, Luckfully, yeah, he had a, a wow of a long program. Um, I know we're lingering on the men's event. It seems just like there was some very interesting stuff that transpired there. It was uh, it was super impressive with him coming out the gate and like just clawing back into that event. Um, it was a really brilliant performance. There are some some guys who, you know, are still trying to find their look. He's clearly found his look. It's a gorgeous quad sow, huge triple axle. It was uh, it was smoking. Well, I think uh, one thing that was also nice, like refreshing to see, is like we used to these Russian men who's you know very old school, straight lines, uh, kind of skating and big jumps where. He was like a nice breath of fresh air. He had some personality to him. Um, had some pretty good knees where you see normally from like the Asian skaters. So yeah, hopefully we can see the, we continue to see his development um, and see him in future junior grand prix, senior grand prix. Yeah, that's going to be uh, be handy to, to to see kicking around. Um, We'll bounce over quickly to the dance event. The dance event was another tight one for you and I. Um, getting burned on a couple of picks. I believe we picked the Italian team to be in the, the top five, both of us, and that didn't apparate. Um, one and two were easy picks, <laughs> and we were proven right. And, um, and then it came down to essentially our, our number five picks on, on both of them. And... Um, Cody going with the Canadians yeah. in fifth, and they ended up in third, so he's picking up a couple points there, and it's just the, um, I picked the Czech team, and they finished just just outside of that, so uh, they ended up um, costing me just a little bit, but you know what, I'll take it, um, so we were a little tight on the dance event, and then the pairs was, um, 
Paris was a Russian event. <laughs> it was just a straight up Russian event. I mean, as it usually is. Yeah, in junior, um, they have some fabulous junior pair teams that are really senior ready, like technically, artistically, they're growing into that space and they would certainly compete for a podium spot on a senior Grand Prix circuit. Um, so it ultimately came down to um, the French team, which had, did not have a great day. Um, and, and unfortunately, I hope they, they have a better outing next time they go out. Um, and then the Canadian team, uh, who I just happened to get it right, <laughs> put them down in fifth and I got that one right. So there was the difference there. I got one more extra point, but it's certainly not enough to overcome uh, Mr. Cody. So congrats to you, sir. Thank you very much. I got um, some free two points from that, paid by Billy. Well, you know, to the winner goes the sports. Uh, so, you know, I, I got to up my game, and uh, we're, we're going to get into our picks for Latvia. So that was the recap of Lake Placid, uh, the Junior Grand Prix figure skating event. And we're going to pick up with the, um, the event that's going on in Latvia. Now on to our picks for the Junior Grand Prix of Riga. Um, I guess we'll start with the men. Um, I have in first the Russian of Daniel Samsonov, uh, in second Canadian Joseph Fan, in third Russian Andrei Mozilev, in fourth uh, from USA Andrew Torgashev, and in fifth I have the Japanese Kao Mira. And um, I know I have Samsonov up there. Uh, I've taken a look at yours. You don't have him in your top five at all. Um, my basic reason why I took him is he won junior for Russian Nationals last year. And I know anything about Russian skating is they have a deep field. So to come out on top is usually a good indicator, I would say. Um, Joseph Fan, we've seen him on the circuit for a few years now. Nice triple axle. We've seen the quad lots from, uh, not quad lots, quad toe from him mm -hmm. uh, last year. Uh, recent move to Brian Orser. So we'll see how that pans out for him as well. And the rest, you know, they've had good scores, good placings. You have them in your top five as well. Yeah. Hard to argue. Yep, there's, uh, I mean, uh, Moselev, I went with Moselev only because his top score is 217, and that's a pretty tight score. I mean, that has a history of anything over the 210 mark is typically a winner. If you're into, the, like, multiples in that range, that's a high, like, elite event. Now, the only reason, I, I agree with you there, the only reason why I didn't pick him first was because... If you look at his past results, he has a first place and a sixth place, which, I mean, he could skate great, but means he's a little inconsistent as well. Um, and he only came 11th in junior at Russian Nationals. Well, you know what? It's a new season, and uh, you know, every, every experience can be a learning experience, and maybe that sixth place, place taught him something about how he wants to approach things. I'm sticking with Moselev. My system actually worked out not bad last time. I kept it close. 
and it was just a few flipped picks that I might have might have taken. Yeah, it was only three points, code. It was only three points. It was definitely closer. Yeah, definitely closer than the first week. Uh, I'm sticking with Fan in number two, Joseph Fan. Um, we've seen him come up through junior. He had a quad in junior for crying out loud. So it's been a couple of years where he's like, sorry, when he was a, a junior at nationals in in Canada. Um, Selenko, um, top score one ninety five. Again, that's again not, nothing to blow your nose at. We're we're getting close to two hundred, and that was last season. So I mean, growth, blah blah blah. Um, I did flip that pick. I just want to say as well, the reason why I didn't choose him in my top five was because his top was from a senior event. So uh, yeah, different scoring a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's why I didn't have him there. But I'll let you keep going. Well, okay, fair enough. Cody clearly has an upper hand. He's got a winning track record thus far. And for these events that we've picked, he's actually beaten me three out of four times. The only thing I've won thus far is World Team Trophy. And that's because I had a horseshoe up my butt for the overall standings. Uh, for those of you that have listened back then, and thank you for anybody who's listened to all of them. Bless you. <laughs> um, uh, fourth, I took Torgashev. Torgashev actually has a higher score than Selenko. Uh, his top score is 201, and he actually scored 212 at Philly, the Philly International this year. Um, I, don't, I don't know how much stock I put in summer events all the time. Um, it's just something to note, because I was like, I wonder, because it, it's listed on his bio. He was first in Philly, and I was like, I wonder what that, like, what that means. How much did he do? Is it really that much? So I don't know. Uh, and then in the fifth place spot, I took a Korean skater, Lee. Um, so I, I, I wanted to round it out with, um, you know, just, we've seen some good skating out of Korea so far. Um, they've, they've certainly developed a great ladies program in there. Um, there's a high possibility that uh, young Mr. Lee could, could add into that mix. So that's what I'm thinking. But, uh, We'll see uh, when it all washes out uh, at the end of the weekend. And uh, just in case, we are recording on a Thursday afternoon, uh, I should say evening, so some events have already taken place. Uh, we promise we have not looked at them yet, um, and who knows, maybe we'll be so off that it's believable. <laughs> Kids, we're uh, we're gonna take a quick peek at the dance event now. Um, this is one of those events in Riga where there isn't a pairs event, so thankfully there's only three events: the men's, the ladies, and the dance. Um, I, I've I've got uh, some scores here. For, I'm looking at uh, Kazakova and Ruvia. Cody, can you just remind me where are these guys from? They're from Georgia. Okay, not a country that's typically known for a lot of skating, um, but they have produced some very elite skaters. And this team has a top score of 164. So, um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going with my system. It more or less worked. I will tweak it. I promise you. This will be foolproof by the end of the year. Worlds, World Team Trophy, I'm going to rock your socks. Um, I'm going with... Uh, Globostova and Belovrov. I'm gonna guess Russian. Ukraine, actually. 
of course, of course, just enough of a being off. This is this is how my history has been with this thing so far. Just enough of being off to be wrong. I mean, Georgia and Ukraine are basically Russians. I mean, anytime we've seen skaters come from there that have had success, it's because they've trained in Russia. So they're basically Russian. Okay, well, you can believe that if you want. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going with the Canadians, D'Alessandro and Waddell, and then DuPage and Nabe. Uh, now, I don't have where they're from off the top of my head, so I'm just going to crack that open, have a little sneaky peek, see what's going on with DuPage and Nabe. Let me guess, they've pulled out? No! They're friends. And then in fifth, I'm going with the Americans of Sesnik and Yohorov. Yeah, um, mine's slightly different, not too different. I mean, we only have, we don't have as many teams to pull from as from the singles events. Um, and first I have the Georgian team, Kazakova and Rivia. Um, their personal best was miles ahead of everyone else, so that's it's just hard to argue. Um, in second, I actually have the Canadians, D'Alessandro and Waddell. Um, the Canadians, some Canadian teams have had some pretty good success lately and in the past at the junior circuit so um, they're no strangers to a circuit as well so I have faith in them uh, and third I have Ukrainians Golub Golubsova and Belarov, Belarov. Um, in fourth I have US team Cezarek and Yehorov and then in last I have the Russian team Tutunina and Shostitsky. That's a handful. <laughs> That's a handful. And your four and five picks, your four, my number five pick of Sesnik and Yahorov, have no previous experience on a Junior Grand Prix. And the Russian team that you picked for fifth, I'm not going to butcher it, um, they also have no previous experience on a Junior Grand Prix circuit. So this should be exciting. And goodness knows, we could be proven very, very wrong. Uh, these guys could jump up into that podium spot, they could win the event. Who knows? It's, it's really quite exciting when, uh, when you see these skaters come out for the first time and the nerves aren't there. They just, they're doing their thing. They're like, whatever, I'm, I'm going to go do what I do. And you know what, nuts to the rest of you. Because, I mean, that's what great skaters do. They can block out, block out the rest of the world and for four and a half minutes they, they can live in their own little world and do their thing and do what they do back home. Well, I mean, we've, I guess, seen it with Steven Gogolev. Um, last year was his first year on the circuit. I mean, we knew about him because we're Canadian. He's a big thing here. Um, I'm sure internationally he was pretty known because not just anyone lands a quad at uh, 11, 12 when he first signed his first one. 11, I think, yeah. Yeah. 10 with his first triple axle. Yeah. Um, and then he first year in the ground, on the circuit wins... I'm not going to say everything, because he didn't win everything, but wins an event as well as um, Junior Grand Prix Final. But, um, yeah, that's our dance event. And um, hopefully, we can actually get some right there. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Alright, kids. This is a big show. I mean, it's not... I the ladies event. It seems to be the one that people are getting hyped about this year. The ladies event is going to be deep, 
girls with quads, girls with triple axles. I, I mean, I'm pumped. I'm super stoked. Well, I think for the first time in a while, we've actually seen almost an equal amount of quads in the ladies' events and the men's events. Really. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's still more of the men doing quads, but it's still pretty close. Yeah, yeah. So with that said, uh, we'll jump right into the picks. We'll keep it quick, and uh, then we'll see on the flip side of the weekend as we uh, break down Riga and uh, where we went wrong. And I'm telling you guys, I got a good feeling. Cody's buying this time. Uh, so I'm going with the Russian Maya Kromik. We saw her at the first event this season. Yeah. Uh, beautiful skater. Nice, long lines. Very lean. Um, I, I, I suspect coming out of Tuberizzi's camp, very consistent skater. Uh, she's going to be strong. I think she's going to put a, a, a very competitive program down. She was very close to being highly, like in the first event against Camilla, she, I think she made it, made a good run. And I know she won the short at that event, so I think she's going to put herself in contention again. Um, in second, I picked the, uh, oh, where is she? The Korean, uh, Han Lee. And then uh, the Japanese skater of Leon Sumiyoshi. And what about Arkakova? Where are you? No, she is. Anastasia Arkhipova, Ukrainian skater. Okay. And then uh, in fifth, I'm going with um, Isabel Eniston from the United States. Um, so, quick rundown of some of my reasoning is some of it's top score, some of it's just gut feeling. Uh, but, like, almost all these girls are in the... Uh, the 175 to 180 range is very, very strong. Um, it's a very strong field in that regard as far as top scores. Uh, I'm going with Innistone. I call it a hail mary pass. Uh, top score of 148. Her, her compatriot, Gabrielle Izzo, notably, has a top score of about 160. So this is sort of a backwards to my method. This is me trying to feel it out. This is me trying to figure it out. I, you know, this could be the next, she could be the ne next date girl. She could be the next Alyssa Lou. Or she could be the one who sits in her shadow for the next five, ten years. So, I don't know. But uh, those are my top five. Chromic, Lee, Sumiyoshi, Arkhipova, Iniston. Well, and we've seen, we just talked about how Junior Grand Prix Circuit's always full of surprises. Um, and even though their personal best last year was low, doesn't mean they can't grow, right? I mm -hmm. we've definitely seen that with seen that with a lot of skaters. Um, but yeah, um, our picks are a little bit different. Um, my first one's the Korean Hyun Lee. Um, second, Maya Kromik. And then this is where it gets no same third pick, Ryan Sumiyoshi. This is where it gets different. Um, in fourth, I have Russian Daria Usacheva. Um, I believe she doesn't have anything on her bio. Nothing. Not even a national spot, kids. But um, she's Russian. 
So I gotta have them there. Um, and then I have fifth in fifth Canadian uh, Kaya Ruder, which um, like I said, we we've seen some success with Emily Bosbach uh, from Canada last Grand Prix, um, and then she's our novice champion. A nice triple triple she has in her pocket. Um, good skater. I'm hoping she grew or matured more over this summer, this little off-season. Um, I'm putting my faith in her. Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of the first times I don't think I've included a Canadian in my ladies' picks. I was trying to pop one in there and I got burned for it, and now I'm not going to put one in there. I Watch, I'm going to get burned for it. And Kaya proved me wrong, girl. Like, just, just go out there, lay your thing down. Um, want to see you do well. Um, want to see all our Canadians come out and do well. Certainly had some success on the circuit. Steven finishing second at the last event, another medal. Um, our, our dancers uh, finishing in third at the last event. So some, some Grand Prix medals. That's fantastic for, for, uh, for Canadian skating on a world level. Um, and we, we had uh, a dance team just get close at the first, uh, at the first event as well. They were just off the podium. I believe they were fourth. Just grazed it, was the article I saw. I, I can't even remember who we sent now. Um, we've made, I've looked at so many names that they're all just jumbled together. Um, and just, this isn't, this isn't a plug for any like personal gain or anything, so please don't, don't get me wrong. But uh, if you're looking to catch some of this stuff, YouTube does live feed. Um, and uh, I, I actually set it up on my TV, got to watch it on my big, well, big TV. Um, but I got to watch the, the event uh, in full-size screen uh, last time. Fortunately, it was in the same time zone. So, you know, if you're awake in the middle of the night and you can time zone and figure out when Latvia's skating is compared to, you know, when things are actually happening here, feel free, tune in. It's, uh, it's impressive. If you don't catch it live, um, the live feed I do enjoy just because there's no commentary during the skating. They wait until the event's done. They'll talk over the replays. I'm very, very happy about that. I do enjoy that. Um, nothing drives me nuts more than watching a performance and then going, why are they talking during the performance? Wait till they're done. There's tons of time. They're reviewing elements, whatever. But let me enjoy the performance because the, uh, as, a, as, a, as a former skater, as a fan of the sport, as somebody who cares about it, I just want to see the, the art, the work that goes into it. I don't need the hip hip hooray that goes in. Um, anybody who knows me personally knows that I just, there are certain, certain broadcasters that do things like that and it just drives me bananas. So um, yeah, something to check out. If you don't catch it live, they're always replaying it though. You can find the, the individual skaters and you can go and check out the, uh, the program afterwards. Yeah, I was just supposed to say, they do archive it um, as well. And then, um, yeah, just watching it live gives you a better feeling than just looking at um, the sheets. Because I know we talked about this um, earlier this week. Um, on the sheets, Alyssa Liu's quad LUTs. Um, it was clean, even had a couple pluses on there. Um, and you were saying, I, this is when I hadn't seen the video yet, um, but you were saying how it looks under and um, under-rotated, mm -hmm. in case you not don't know the lingo, which probably means um, over a quarter cheated. Um, 
and uh, yeah, God was going there, but yeah, like that's where you get to see that kind of things and see where how skaters are developing. Yeah, that's not. Uh, um, I was watching Alyssa Liu and her quad lots, and in watching it and seeing the replay, the officials, in my opinion, have the best opportunity to get the the call right. They're afforded video review. They're afforded the time to relook at something, like to review it and, and break it down. I am not one of those officials. I am not trained as one of those officials. I am simply a skater who has done my time in the sport. Uh, I do a bit of coaching, um, although not at like a super elite level. Um, but in watching that, lots to me and to my eye during the slow motion replay, I could see a very clear quarter turn under rotation. In my opinion, that's my opinion. That's not fact. That's just what I thought I saw when I watched it. Um, but I'm not up to date on all of the ISU protocols and how they approach things and. Uh, it was just how I saw it, and I thought it was, it, it miffed me a little bit. It took me out of the, the, the breakdown afterwards. I was like, no, I was pretty sure that was under-rotated. And then again, on the score sheet, it's, it's scored clean. It's, it's scored for full points, so good for her. Um, and just to clarify, because um, I'm a big fan of the concept that Stanley proposed. Stanley being the, um, the creator of Marvel Comics. And Stanley said that everybody's, everybody, some, somebody's comic book, this is everybody's somebody's first comic book, right? Every comic book is somebody's first comic book. That's where they get in. And um, I apologize for the, few, or the previous episodes if we have not um, made it clear as to what we're talking about. We're going to make an effort to be better about making this podcast somebody's first podcast and make that a little more engaging and hopefully a little less, you know, what are they talking about? Well, nuts to this and turning it off. Uh, so if you've turned it off at this point, we're sorry, you're not hearing this apology, but if you listen this far and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about, but they seem to care. Um, thank you. Uh, we'll do a better job of trying to explain ourselves. In explaining what Cody was talking about, uh, jumps, the rotation needs to happen in the air. From the time the toe touches down on the ice, toe pick of the skater, any rotation that is completed to get the skater all the way to backwards is considered under rotation. And if it's more than one quarter of a turn or 90 degrees, there's a downgrade for it and there's a loss of points. If it's more than half, it's considered a double downgrade. Is that correct, Cody? Um, so I think the correct things are actually uh, under rotated and downgraded. Under rotated is anywhere from a quarter sheet to an under. Um, so that means instead of doing, let's say, full three rotations, you're doing two and three quarter rotations. Um, and that is 70% of your jump. And then uh, that's the base value of the jump. As well as um, downgrade is when you're a quarter and over. Um, so that means you've done two and let's say a quarter rotations instead of the full three, that's a downgrade. And you get called, at the base value is then what's a double of that jump if, if you say it's a triple. Okay, fair enough. All right, so in my opinion, Alyssa Liu's quad lutz was three and three quarters rotation. To me, very clearly how she rolled out. 
you, you can look for yourself. You can tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Picks and, uh, we're at Picks and Trips. Yes. And um, that's all one word, Picks and Trips. We're using the and word, not the little and percent. Um, and, uh, and you can, you can, um, you can send us an email and our email address, oh Billy, you're not prepared. We're not prepared and we never will be. It's ptkcpod at gmail.com. That's ptkcpod at gmail.com. You can write me, you can tell me I'm wrong. You can write us and Cody will read it and he'll giggle to himself as he goes, <laughs> Billy, you were wrong. And people aren't happy about it. Um, anyways, to all six of you that listened this far, thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk to you in a week. For now, uh, I'm Billy. And I'm Cody. And uh, Ice is slippery.